0: Hello and good evening. My name is Josh. I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob, and we are the folks who are going to help you find the method that the man is reasonably and reasonable, make sense out of nonsense because this is okay, hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how y'all doing?
1: That's a nice high you got there on that one. <laughs> I don't know how I'm doing anymore to be honest after
2: that. <laughs> I thought I, like I knew it. but I don't I don't think I know anything anymore. <laughs>
1: i liked it you're you're uh i see you're doing vocal training before the recording now <laughs>
0: sure yeah i was singing in the shower before that's vocal training there right? you go yeah
1: listen yourself up trying to get those extra highs that was incredible <laughs> uh pretty much
0: thank you thank you um i i would bow but i'm sitting down <laughs> I'm sure bowing is one of those unacceptable uh, uh, sorts of gestures where you, you can't handshake anymore, you can't do the elbow bump anymore. Bowing, I think, that's uh, approaching either some level of culture appropriation or getting too close to people. Well, yeah, if you're at six feet
1: and you both bow, wrist. what is that like? You're both six feet tall, and you both bow. You guys are like almost like head to head, right, right I, there. Yeah, I got Way I got my
0: swimmer's uh, body, like bigger upper body or like taller upper body than legs too. So like that's the, the, those extra few inches. Ooh, yeah, ooh, exactly. That's dangerous. <laughs> but I believe we're going to start out today's episode with a fun little segment by Aaron. What you got for us tonight?
2: Well, we like to learn what scientists have discovered every week. You know, when we can. Scientists don't discover something every week, but most weeks. And it's always equally retarded. Um, here's our new one. Uh, and this is on Forbes, leading conspiracy website. So, you know, this is probably fake, but... Um, <laughs> There are at least thirty-six intelligent alien civilizations in our galaxy, say scientists. So
1: now C- we wait. know. Civilizations? <laughs> it's not just species, but they have uh transcended to the position of having a civilization. Oh yeah, intelligent
2: civilizations, not just intelligent species,
0: yeah. Um these are these are intelligent ones too. This it's is not with like the Chaz in Seattle. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah burn that was how a, dare that you was a good burn <laughs> okay, uh, well that's the thing it's like uh hey guys before you jump to 36 maybe give me proof of one
1: how about
2: that first get how proof of one intelligent alien civilization outside of earth one before you jump to 36 the most surprising part about this is that they didn't just say 33 like i kind of feel like they wanted to but <laughs>
0: we're saving the numbers for the next example but uh, so so Aaron did you did you read into this at all did you see like how they came up with number 36
2: no, I refuse to read into nope. how they came up <laughs> <Okay. that. laughs>
0: Excuse you! Uh, I, I went through the article briefly myself and it looked like they, they came up with uh, a new form of the Drake equation, which was this silly, stupid thing that makes no sense which is like, oh, uh, if we look at the number of planets out there, the number of them that are under uh, certain, such and such conditions uh, in certain types of solar systems and uh, have certain, uh, the potential for certain chemical compositions of the planets or certain amount of nitrogen or whatever, that uh, there's a Probability that alien life exists out there. They can't even put these factors together.
2: Give me. They can't even uh, locate planets that are Earth-like enough to like show proof that they even know it's there. They they have data streams that come back and then make wild assumptions based on the data they uh, get back from putting out there. And there's it could just as easily be completely made up. There's no proof of this at all. That there's Um, any intelligent aliens coming, like it's so fucking dumb, man. I really despise science, and I really despise space science, like astronomy, more than fucking anything.
0: Wild assumptions, you say? Um, Excuse me. These are models. These are sophisticated models, and we hear. Trust the model. I know. Uh, so that, that's what they did for the 36. They, they came up with a new Drake equation. Apparently they have some new data and uh, some extra complexities to, of course, introduce new uh, new factors of error uh, into into the calculations. Or new un- uncertainties into the, the al- calculations. And um, with that, they came up with a number 36.
2: People really are so trained to just believe what people with a higher degree than them say. That I am actually the crazy one. For saying, yeah, no, there's no, you don't know that there's 36 alien civilizations out there. That's fucking
1: retarded. Like, yeah, it sounds like it's ran off like a probability model or something like that. Uh, Or or something akin to, like, do you remember when Stephen Hawking proved that, uh, what was it, intelligent life never achieved time travel because no one showed up to his time travelers party?
2: Uh, Stephen Hawking, or whatever CIA operative was fucking I like running Stephen Hawking
1: his would have that talk, sense of humor could
0: talk
2: <laughs> fucking uh, that was another one. Just I wanted just a slight side rant about Stephen Hawking because I don't think we brought that fucking crippled retard up yet, but uh do you guys re- remember what you do you all remember what we were told on how his speech to text worked
1: well, from like the movement of his eyes and everything,
2: yeah. And, like, it would read, like, brainwaves and shit, and then they could, and he could form whole sentences and shit like
1: that? He didn't read his brainwaves, no, it was purely, Eye movement. What? Eye movement on what? To what? What was his eyes looking like? At the different targets of the screen.
0: Yeah, man, maybe he's looking at a keyboard on the screen. Any I don't know. I don't. I then? don't
1: have a bunch of crippled people in my life that yeah, don't. that have to use these things. But it's not just him that has this technology. They use. They have it and they use it in like hospitals and shit like that. Are you saying that technology doesn't exist, or is it was like yeah, only? No, no. Especially?
2: Like back in like 1982 or whatever, whenever the fuck he got his uh, you know, fucking android, you know, iron lung slash speak speaking spell.
0: I believe it's called Microsoft Sam. Excuse you very much. Uh, they put a lot of work in at Microsoft to, um, you know, create and brand this quality product. Uh, <laughs> I have to look up. I have to look up know. his speaking it, it, spell. But that fucking
2: Stephen Hawking annoyed me so much every time he. Oh, the quirk and the quasar.
1: And my oh, okay. Oh, well, what, get, let's get back dimension. on topic here. Oh. What I was trying to say <laughs> was that he, he had he he had postulated this. This idea that if if he sent out all these invitations and hosted this party for time travelers in a certain place at a certain time, and he was like, "Well, obviously, like they would come to it," and the fact that they didn't come to my party means that there are no time travelers, and we never achieved that. Uh, I think that's the plot of the new Bill and Ted movie. <laughs> oh jeez! I you mean, know how it's... Egotistical <laughs> you have to be. It's just you know not what.
2: Watch... You have to be to start a fucking time traveler party. And not have them show up and be like, oh, I guess it's not true. Like, that'd be like if I, like, I threw a party, I threw my own birthday party for the president and he didn't show up, so therefore he doesn't exist. Like, (laughs) what the fuck is he talking about? Maybe they just did not want to go to a shitty fucking party. Who wants to hang out with that fucking crippled retard when they can travel through time? What are you talking about? They don't even know he exists, probably. They probably tore down whatever statue they made of him in, like, 50 years because of racism. (laughs)
0: i I think i think that this uh i think we can all agree this this was, this was just a a uh, pr event for stephen hawking and to promote uh other important values in science just to get it like this this it was it was, a day, PR it was an event. outlier yeah. of news events yeah exactly so so um you know that itself, it's not like it was uh, meant to be taken seriously, but it's to help people, help science get in the limelight and get into the, uh, the the mainstream news coverage. And uh, we, without, Aaron, what, what's the next story? Quick, what, what else? Before so I so hit, so, hit I the think, next story, oh, yes. I have a quick question for you guys. All right. So hypothetically,
2: if you had a time machine, how far down the list in places to go is <laughs> Stephen Hawking's time machine party?
1: <laughs> is it, does it crack
2: the top 10, you think? <laughs>
1: all i'm gonna say is it it depends it depends on what kind of snacks that he had <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if he had like fanta's and fucking some like Cheez it's i'm like yeah maybe i might go <laughs> God
0: damn. if i got the invite in a stupid form like a facebook invite i might go just because of how stupid it is that like just out, out of spite of anything reasonable or worthwhile i could do with time travel that's the reason i would go
2: yeah, it wouldn't even be I don't think I could get through my entire biological life while using a time machine and ever come to Stephen Hawking's time travel party I would ever make the list.
1: Yeah. In eighty
2: years of fucking time traveling everywhere. That wouldn't I wouldn't ever pop into that. It would never <laughs> ever occur to me to pop into that.
1: <laughs> what if you just decided as like a normal person just to stroll into that party without <laughs> You know, it's like I'm gonna go crash this party weird clothes. <laughs> 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 why
2: would I want to po- why would I want to show up anyways to prove that time travel exists? I can fucking time travel. Who gives a shit if I if anybody else thinks it exists? To I already perv- know it yeah.
1: does. To prove the point valid in the past, you know? It's like well if I don't do this now then we'll never be inspired to make that technology because like like it's never crossed anyone's mind to ever like get rid of Bob. To ev- yeah <laughs> to ever like develop uh, time traveling technology if it wasn't for fucking whatever jesus christ and
2: everyone knows that if you go back in time and change history you might not be born so who wants to go back in time and be like time travel exists boo and then you just pop back into the future and then and then you probably aren't born because everyone's now every government in the world is just working on time travel technology
0: mr linear timeline time
1: travel asshole okay uh I've watched enough Doctor Who to know time traveling into the past is perfectly fine. Nothing bad can happen. <laughs> so I'd also like to say that if Aaron just randomly walked into a time traveler party
0: with all the conspiracy shit he says, somebody might actually believe he's a time traveler.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, <all> right. Exactly. <laughs>
0: uh, a- anything else on the uh, intelligent alien life story?
2: No, just that they don't exist. And then this is a side note for their next story. Now they're also saying that within our own Milky Way, there's six billion Earth-like planets with Earth-like conditions. I'm
0: just not very enthused. This is exciting. Yeah,
1: a little high. The number's a little high for sure. Are they sure it wasn't six million? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's reserved for something <laughs> else. You know, something else much more special.
1: Okay, if it's and space, then exactly then you have is to... real
2: though. So, and what is real? Um, Instead, the six million number is exactly as real as the six billion number I'm sharing with you right now.
1: I'm not touching that. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll save the discussion for another time. Um,
2: <clears throat> oh yeah, we're doing that one. Don't worry. I don't care what the <laughs> subject okay,
0: so, is. I'll talk about any of it. Um. So, so the first the first story was a flop. This one did. Uh, should I assume again that you did not read the article?
1: Oh yeah, I definitely didn't. Um. Bob, did you read it? Uh, no, I didn't have time to read it. I, I skimmed
0: it briefly, and it, it looks like um, they're, they're just looking at some, some data of, I think it's like G-type planets, like rocky planets, Earth-type planets, and uh, uh, from whatever data they can ex- extrapolate statistically with like 400 billion planets in the, the galaxy or whatever it is that they can uh, estimate um, 6 billion. Like, this,
2: uh, is or, our, yeah. this is what our $60 million a day is going to? Like, this is fucking preposterous. Can we please, like, we still can't take a picture of the flag on the moon. We still can't get a close enough shot. Can we work on something like that to get, like, a um, real nice telescope picture shots? No. Still can't do it. No picture's ever been taken for that. They just show you one grainy picture where there's, like, a little black speck, and they're like, yeah, oh, see, that's the flag. It's still there. It's like all this space news, man. It drives me fucking crazy because it's no, it's not substantiated by anything.
0: Okay, that's, uh, I, I can get behind, you know, that that comment. It's not, these two stories are not substantiated by anything. There's some <laughs> silly models to have some big numbers to uh, throw out and uh, excite people about the wonders of outer space and the infinite universe.
2: Where are you guys on our space travel, by the way? You just uh, believe all of it, right? you just like, yeah, SpaceX is fucking flying rockets up the ISS and we landed on the moon and all that good stuff, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: for, for the most part, sure. I mean, like, the the healthy... I definitely think of, space is, is real. Um, Do you,
1: Aaron? I'm so...
2: Space is fake and
0: gay, we all know. That. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll convert you. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for July. The July episodes are going to be so good because it's moon month. It's, it is the anniversary of faking landing on the moon. 51 years. Of faking la- faking the landings, and we're gonna do big old moon month, and it's gonna be a really good time where I get to convert you into uh, anti NASA people.
1: We can definitely do a deep dive into all your. Let's get Corona yeah. too, so we like can talk about that instead.
2: <laughs> yeah, Corona, <laughs> by week the too. way. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Who, the writer of the, the creator of our friend and uh, uh, Dr. Waynal Sexton. Uh, Yes. Apparently, submitted a couple more entries because we have uh, right over here. So, uh, an Olympic boxer was uh, exonerated from a doping van- ban because uh, she got substances transmitted by her boyfriend through sex. So, sex caused violation exonerates U.S. Olympic boxer Virginia Fox. From her doping ban. Are you sure that's not Fuchs? It doesn't matter what the pronunciation <laughs> is. I know. I know. Just so Virginia Fox got a doping ban scandal exonerated off of her because it was through sex that she got her doping, you know, positive test.
1: So, Virgin Fox oh, had sex and was accused of got doping. Got off and got off (laughs) Virginia Fox had
2: sex and got off that's literally what the article is
1: I feel like uh, there's like potential for like some CIA head that is just making up these articles being like I'm gonna stick a pun in here
2: (laughs) yeah it's like one hilarious CIA analyst and he is doing all of this I I guarantee it
1: I hope someone picks this up and all this bullshit
2: Also, the story that everyone's heard is the fucking NASCAR guy that left NASCAR because they banned the Confederate flag. His name is Ray Ciccarelli.
0: Racist. Ray Ciccarelli. Racist.
2: Mm-hmm. Racist. Racist. It's phonetically racist rally. Racist rally. Racist rally. Fucking so stupid.
0: Point would have gone across.
2: Uh. But yeah, those are that's the the writer the creator of Wayne L Sexton is at it again. We'll have to get to the bottom of who's creating these wild characters and these just pun these pun jokes that all of my exes would love because girls fucking love puns for some reason.
1: Well, sort of dad, so do dads, so
2: yeah, that's true. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not looking forward to him. puns. Is the only jokes that I can find humor in because my brain's so atrophied.
1: <laughs> that's definitely the case. <laughs> yeah. oh god so w- was so, that it So the
0: first two
2: uh, No. well there's one more story but it's not a science well i guess it's kind of a scientist discover
0: um these are scientists right
2: yeah well it's oxford you know if we can't trust oxford what well, the fuck
1: college can we trust medical professionals right
2: it's researchers, medical officials, mm. It's Oxford researchers that are trying to develop a vaccine for covid. So I assume they're medical professionals. Yes. OK, um, they're really worried, guys. So Oxford is really worried because the, the virus is disappearing too fast to make a, to get any credible uh, readings and stuff so they can make a uh, vaccine for coronavirus. So the virus is disappearing so fast that they can't make a vaccine to make it disappear even faster.
1: Oh, no. Whatever will we do with the rapidly declining virus? Give <laughs> me the headline just
0: to show how confusing it is.
2: If yeah. I was a company and my, I made pesticide and I was like, all right, guys, we're developing the uh, a kill like a termite pesticide. And then the termites just started dying off on their own. And we're like, oh, no, guys, you, we got to bring back this termite population so that we can uh, make the pesticide to learn how to kill these termites because they're dying too fast. Like, it makes no fucking sense.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, so the, the headline, Oxford scientists working on a coronavirus vaccine say there is now only a 50% chance of success because the number of UK cases is falling too quickly. <laughs> too quickly. <laughs> that's, that's
1: the headline they let this business insider let this be public like, like the, they don't have like giant retraction either I, it's just so funny because like big pharma is so it's the only like collection of people that is like upset about the fact that the virus is is declining too quickly like oh no like what what are we gonna do <laughs> maybe in the lockdown no 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 no, no. What about the vaccine that we're going to make billions from? What about that? There's a problem here.
2: <laughs> yeah, I really feel like that. I think the news, and I think there's people in the news that are trying to turn everyone into a conspiracy theorist. And, like, they're trying their hardest to be like, look, see, guys, come on, look at this one. You've got to recognize this is stupid, right? And no one does. They're just like, oh, i got to wear my mask. The virus is disappearing so fast, if I don't wear my mask and, uh, I, and get my vaccine, uh, then it might not disappear quick enough. Like, it makes no sense.
0: And, and it sounds like you've not been taking your daily dose of liberal. That's uh, yeah. you're, you're, you're getting confused very easily by some of these messages where it should be uh, very easy to understand and come to terms with uh, uh, these cognitively
1: dissonant statements.
2: <sighs> so stop listening to these scientists. They're all fucking full of shit.
1: Well maybe maybe the Oxford scientists can go to some third world country and start testing some disenfranchised brown children. (laughs) I I think that is (laughs) that might be their go to. Oh, they'll (laughs) definitely do that. Oh goodness gracious. (laughs) For finally developing the uh, Thank you for calling (laughs) it the show, Doctor Gates. (laughs) Doctor Bill, excuse me. Doctor Bill Gates.
0: No, I, I will say that is a, a concern of mine coming out of the uh, uh, the, the whole coronavirus thing is that – oh, coronavirus and the whole race riot thing is that I have zero trust in media and in one media. I mean, that's, that's probably a good thing, but – and also medical professionals. Like, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to – medical professionals and drugs and the, the whole business of that – I don't trust that anymore like at all. Am I Remember just gonna, guys, like, smart not ever go to the doctor again. It is
1: illegal to go to the park and play with your kids when you're not around anyone, but at the same time you can go and march in the tens of thousands in DC to protest uh, black trans lives and that's totally fine. That is totally within the bounds of the lockdown, COVID, will stop being as contagious as it is for that temporary time as you guys um, protest and make your make your voices heard, right? Well, it is, conf- like, uh, to what
2: Josh was saying, like, it is, uh, like, the first reaction you have when you realize that you can't trust the news and you can't trust medical professionals is like, holy shit, everything's burning, like, this is insane, but once you really get comes to terms with the fact that they were never there for you, like that's a, you actually got, you improved everything from where it was. They weren't on your side. Now for some, some things or some medicine, but like, as far as like vaccines and all the shit that these big pharma lobbies are making a shit ton of money on, they were never on your side. So that the fact that you now don't trust them, now you can actually see what is instead of what you, you know, believed in this fucking illusion that you had before.
0: Oh, hopefully yeah like that's that's the thing with with media that's that's garbage if I don't ever watch the again so what that's that my life's better but if uh if I never go to the doctor again there there still are um you know certain there's are certain medical procedures and, and uh drugs and whatnot that are very helpful and good for health and you know when I get older that'll be important so uh it just drawing the line between uh I guess cynicism skepticism and living uh, a regular healthy life it's that I don't know
2: I I would say with medicine my my skepticism comes from the the avenues of medicine where they can uh, where it's uh, repeat treatments or uh, Mm. or yearly like you know go get the flu shot every year because it's good for you yeah any of that shit where it's like a, a regularly scheduled thing that's where they make all their money and that shit just be careful yeah. with what they're doing. Like, if you have to go get surgery, surgery is real. Like, you can go get surgery and fix yourself yes. up. But if for things that they treat, that's where they make their money.
1: That's where I got jaded from uh, the medical professionals. Because, uh, like, when I was growing up, I got one of those allergy tests and where they, scr- like, scratch your back with, like, oh, a yeah, couple yeah. different pollens and tree barks and, like, grasses know, and stuff whatever. like that. And yeah. apparently I'm allergic to literally everything. Which is silly because the only thing that ever happens if I'm outside rolling around on the grass is like I get a little bit itchy for like an hour and that's about it. It's like, who the fuck cares? Like, and so for the next six years of my life, I went into uh, the allergist every single week and I got three shots in, in the back uh, like of my tricep area in my arms. And, dude, they got so bad, like, you'd, you'd have to stay there for 30 minutes after you got the shot to make sure you didn't actually uh, have an allergic reaction to one of them. Because they're supposed to, like, neck Jesus. up your dosing to, to, like, say, like, build up your tolerance, which sounds, like, perfectly fine. But the problem is is that their theory behind, like, how to build up a tolerance and, and what the mechanism is for uh, developing allergies, they don't fully understand it yet. Like, they don't understand why, like, one day you could wake up and just be <laughs> allergic to something that you've never been allergic to before in your life and so you dude you'd get these shots you'd wait 30 minutes i've uh i had to they fucking injected me with adrenaline a few times because i did um have an allergic reaction and it just like my skin turned like lobster, uh, lobster red like i started to get real hard to breathe like dude it, it is freaking horrible That's scary yeah uh but in a normal one where you don't have an allergic reaction i would still come home and i would sleep for like 14 hours after getting those shots every week it's dude it is fucking insane the way that they they push these things onto people like oh well this is the new treatment we've developed and stuff like that and it's like we think it's like it's something and who knows like 30 years down the line it's like well i fucking figured it out after like As I was going through that process, I was like, dude, this shit sucks. Like, I'd rather just deal with my allergies than fucking get shots and be incubated for fucking 14 hours at a time every single week.
0: Ugh. It's a new treatment that we've developed a financial kickback program for.
1: Exactly, yeah.
2: I would kill to know the exact number that people made, the amount of money they made off of you having to go in there every week. It has to be fucking astronomical. Oh, And then you look at that number and you go... Gee, I wonder if they'd be willing to risk my life for that
0: number.
1: <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course they would. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, like, I, I just hate it. And every time...
0: Like, lawyers on staff.
1: Every time I see people, like, post, like, on social media where it's like, I got my allergy test thing, like, scratch test. And I was like, I'm allergic to everything. It's like, this person's about to be scammed. Like, <laughs> this person's about to be scammed out of so much money. Holy hell like jesus Isn't that such a hard
2: thing to admit when you've been just completely scammed even as like you were a kid like it wasn't even your fault but it's like just a, just knowing you're like fuck them they well I, n- me I never so wanted
1: hard. to do that like in fact i always fucking was like hostile to my parents whenever they took me to it it's like i i hated going there i hated being super tired and knocked out after uh after every week and it's you know it wasn't it wasn't ever just up just to me. Yeah, to it was it just it. like, what the fuck, dude? And they're still doing it to this day. People are still getting those allergy shots. And then uh, someone I know who's been getting them, he plateaued off like the dosage level. Like they, he escalated so high in it. And he started doing just like a maintenance shot every month. And he said he started getting allergic reactions just from the maintenance shot. And it was just like, okay, well, this obviously is is not working the way you intended, to, intended it to work. It's going the opposite direction. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like this it depends is... on what their intent is, really, <laughs> doesn't yeah. it? Did they keep getting to cash that check? That <laughs> uh, kind, of, kind of worked as intended. Well, the you, only you... motivation they had in your best interest was to not kill you because of the liability. Yeah. That is their only... The only thing they wanted to well, not happen to you was for you to die.
1: But, but Aaron, they already have a lawyer and retainer, so it's kind But, but they're sitting there like, oh, well, you're starting to get reactions from the maintenance shot, so we might as well start the weekly shots again. Like, we, we don't want you on a monthly. We want oh, you on a weekly payment now,
2: right? <laughs> well, they got to develop now a vaccine to cure you from the maintenance shot. They need a maintenance shot vaccine. Oh, Make my it mandatory God. For anyone with allergies.
1: Do not just go randomly injecting your body with random things. Like, if it's the fucking, yes. like, smallpox vaccine, sure, fine, whatever. I don't care. It's a one-time thing. So, like two or three vaccines that are legit. That yeah, we're... it's and like... Everything
0: else, the, be very careful. Get
1: the serious ones, and then don't fucking, like... I'd, I'd rather people take essential oils than go and get allergy shots. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'd rather people practice homeopathy than believe that allergies, like, modern-day allergies. like, know what the fuck they're talking about. Uh, it's basically the same shit. They're just, like, it, it's just... my
0: time to reiterate, uh... Oh. Go on. Yes. I think this is my time to reiterate, uh, cut out vegetable, processed vegetable and seed oil from your diet, and go outside and exercise, and you'll have a great, healthy life.
1: Vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc. But yes. Yeah, yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah, the, the, all that important stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't normally believe okay.
2: Josh when he... I don't normally respect Josh's opinion on anything, but he's in fantastic shape compared to me.
1: You so should probably have yeah. a <laughs> When it comes to health and fitness, I'm definitely going to listen to Josh's... Oh, play, listen you know? to Josh. Oh, yeah, way over <laughs> almost anybody.
0: <laughs> um, before I make any uh, disclaimers or clarifications, uh, let's move on to the next segment. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what, what do you all think
1: about the New York Times? they uh, I think they speak truth to power. You guys are looking at me like yeah, I'm crazy. I bet, that's, I bet that's what you fucking think, I'm
0: sure. <laughs> what what, so what do you mean by truth to power? I, I,
2: I, he doesn't I, mean I, anything I, by it. It's some, It's what just oh, sorry, dumb power say.
1: I was trolling you. Um, <laughs> uh, go no, on. It,
2: it's a, it's a, oh, fuck. It's, it's not good. It's not, it's, uh, it's right there with every other, like, you know, mainstream news outlet, corporate media, whatever narrative they're supposed to be pushing. They're terrible.
0: But what, what if, what if it's not like an official news story? What if it's their, their, their op-ed, um, opinion editorial? That is literally everything that they post. They don't do news. Everything is
2: the op-ed section.
0: (laughs) These are actually labeled like, uh, the opinion, like at the very top of the page, in the, the preview for the link, okay. opinion, and then the title. Then I appreciate the fact that they're not lying
2: to me about it being an op-ed. That's what I think about. Yeah,
1: it. it's better than nothing. Is what okay. we're getting at. What 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 is your
0: opinion on a uh, moderating or um uh, yeah moderating the publication of opinion pieces on a uh, a news outlet or on a website? What do you mean? I don't know. I'm a like. Do you think any any every opinion page should just be allowed to be published because it's you know clarified that its opinion, so it doesn't really matter if something's untrue or people disagree, um, or, or
1: that there should be some
0: uh, curation.
1: If it makes a salient point, like I'm a free speech absolutist, so if it makes a salient point and it's logical or even slightly reasonable, then sure, whatever. Like post whoever's opinion you want.
0: So, so say if, uh, if there were an instance in which uh, every major U.S. city was uh, experiencing riots and the local polices, uh, especially with uh, based on um, weak orders from their local governments, were unable to fully handle the situation, maintain law and order, etc., etc., um, would it be considered a, a salient, reasonable opinion to uh, suggest that um, using... Uh, military troops to help support law and order uh, could possibly help the situation. Would, would that be a reasonable point to make? Is
1: bringing in the military to Minneapolis after it's been burned down by violent protesters a reasonable uh, opinion? Yeah, I, I think it would be, yeah.
2: Well, not even that. Okay. It doesn't matter. I, for an op-ed, honestly, even in my in my opinion, it's, uh, it, even if it's not a salient point, who gives a shit? Like, it's an op-ed.
1: Yeah, that's it, true. You can
2: make even, uh, like, crazy points. I don't. I don't care. They could literally be like the moon's made out of cheese. Let's go eat it. Like, uh, it's
0: fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. We know how much you care about the moon. Um, let's. Uh, but and, and I, I would say most people seem to agree that it's a reasonable opinion. There's a the the guy cites a poll. Fifty eight percent of registered voters uh, are in support of law enforcement or law and order, um, or, or on on their side uh, as far as the the riots go, and. Uh, then, what should we call it and also uh to to bring in um I guess some some demographics to make make it a bit more balanced to make put it in context thirty seven percent of African Americans polled uh, would support police intervention in the riots in the the protests cool. so so that seems to be a, a relatively popular opinion, but uh, there was a situation um in the last few weeks where a uh, arkansas senator uh, Republican Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton had published a piece on a, the the New york Times op ed. Um, which they, they make sure to clarify fully, uh, fully in coordination with their editorial team. It was published legitimately, etc. cetera. But there was a lot of fallout from that. Uh, Bob, can you play a little bit of that, uh, that clip from Fox News?
1: Senator Tom Cotton's New York Times op-ed this past week, which was on violence in protests across the country. His piece Wednesday titled Send in the Troops called for an overwhelming show of force and sparked an online revolt at the New York Times. The Times <gasps> issued a statement after it published it, saying this. We've examined the piece and the process leading up to the Republican, the, uh, the publication. This review made clear that a rushed editorial process led to the publication of an op-ed that did not meet our standards. <laughs> right now, is the senator himself, Senator Tom Cotton of the Armed Services Intelligence. Thank okay. you.
2: That's <laughs> doesn't meet their standards for an opinion. Like fucking people are so goddamn stupid.
1: <laughs>
0: they, again, again. They're they're blaming themselves. They're saying it's the op-ed team's fault because uh, he was he uh, Tom Cotton was uh, fully in, um, uh, what we call it collaboration or uh, co- cooperation with uh, all that edit- editorial process and, and policies. And the, the the article actually is still up, but there is a giant five paragraph disclaimer at the top of the page, uh, like almost as long as the article itself, honestly. With um, very very statements such as a uh, yeah we we have concluded that the essay fell short of our standards standards and should not have been published. Uh, uh, finally, we failed to offer appropriate additional context either in the text or in the presentation that could have helped readers place Senator's con view uh, Senator Cotton's view within a larger framework of debate. And what? Um, there's there's things like uh, uh, where they say say his uh, his claim or. Referencing cadres of left wing radicals like Antifa are unsub- insubstantiated and the like he effectively trying to discredit anything said in the article or, or reference or just try to point out random things that uh, uh, may not or that don't have like numbers or citations behind them.
1: So, um, so, that's I, I think, uh, what was it, I, I saw a little bit of news from this uh, when it was published, because this was published, like, what, two or three weeks ago now, and, like, this whole... Yeah, June 3rd. June 3rd, yep. okay, yeah, because, like, the controversy kicked off, and New York Times journalists were actually going out on their Twitter feeds and actually proclaiming that running this op-ed from Senator Tom Cotton uh, was actually putting the lives of journalists in, in danger. Like... Which is funny because they don't give a shit about anyone else, uh, the lives of anyone else but who it might like, put in danger. But, attacking journalists? but specifically, I'm I'm sure they were, but specifically it was putting journalists in danger. <laughs> like it's like but they think it's wow. some
0: protected class, like some some people just above everyone else. He's fucking journalists.
1: <laughs> like how dare you have an opinion about journalism journalism like that? Like, Jesus Christ, like, journalism is just a swamp, but, like, a cesspool of, of absolute fucking retards at this point. And all they do is, like, virtue signal their own opinions. It's hardly any fact. Like, they just go on and on, and, and they just... It, it's all fucking... Zero standard. Yeah, there, there's no standards to, to what they're talking about. None of them are objective anymore, or even try to be objective anymore. Uh, and, and all they do is rally for their own cause. That That is literally all they do that they're, they're not speaking truth to power they're not digging dirt upon like you know like very powerful what's people the and
0: truth to power statement what is that fucking what's that supposed to mean it's
1: like their slogan or something or like it's like the washington post or the washington times slogan or something like that that's where i got it from so the the
0: WAPO is like a really weird slogan. That's, so I think it's the time
1: that's how they make out themselves out as so like virtuous and stuff like that. It's like if we weren't here, like who else would bring down the baddies? Like <laughs> we're speaking truth to power. Is like what is what does that even mean? Like what is speaking truth to someone in a position of power have to, to do with anything? I got a question. Uh,
2: so when they say speaking truth to power, I wonder what their opinion on uh, the Epstein suicide was. Do they think he might not have killed himself, or did they just go along with what everybody else said? And the he the official
1: himself. Yeah. Oh, they, <laughs> they went with the official.
2: Obviously,
1: duh. Yeah. Uh, which I don't. I don't think any common person or any average person in America would ever like. I, I'd say a, a vast majority of Americans don't believe that Epstein killed himself. Like it's just absolutely preposterous. The guy One hung himself from from a post that's, like, four inches shorter than him.
2: <laughs> he hung himself in a room with nothing to hang himself with and nothing to hang himself on while the guards weren't, were asleep and the cameras broke.
1: And the backup cameras, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> and none of the cameras caught anybody coming in. Uh, just nothing.
1: Yeah, no, he just killed himself. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. Sure, that's what happened. But yeah, you want to go on, Josh?
0: So so that's the situation there. Um and, and going through the article too, it's not even it's really just the title that's inflammatory, the, the send in the troops. Um mm-hmm. like it, how how he phrases it is um uh whatchamacallit? Like he he cites the insurrection act and how uh like it's it has been used before uh he said I think the time in the nineteen 19- 60s when uh uh, there was a case for mississippi integration they wouldn't let a kid in school and they brought in the military to like let the kid go to school with white kids or something like that um and then some other some other things again cites the poll that uh most uh uh, apparently most americans are um in support of law and order versus riots right now and uh but but then as he frames it it's not like send in the it's not sending the troop it's not it's not like destroy uh, quell quash quash the the uh, rebellion. It's, he says, cities are overwhelmed. Or this is not a quote. Sorry, paraphrase. Cities are overwhelmed, and the military may be able to help support their police and national guard forces. So it's not like saying we have to do it. It's saying that this is an option that should be considered because uh, cities are currently overwhelmed with uh, the, the the protests and riots. So very reasonable. Now I'll just sit back a second. Um, <clears throat> so this is the standard we come to expect from New York Times. Uh, an op-ed section, uh, and and because that was allowed to be published, the their edit- editor um, of that that uh, the editorial section has resigned uh, as well. Um,
1: oh no! And,
0: and now, with that standard, uh, I, I linked another article. I was, uh, it was brought to my attention that in 2020, there was another article that they have published with zero disclaimer, and it is uh, it is titled uh, back back from February 20th, titled. <laughs> What <laughs> laughing already
1: yeah i pulled it up
0: <laughs> okay what we the taliban want uh by Sirajuddin haqqani he, the deputy leader of the <laughs> taliban and it is this propaganda piece by the the deputy leader of the taliban you know that uh insurrection group the the uh, uh Religious, religious extremist insurrection group in afghanistan that we've been at war with for the last uh almost 20 years it's it's a propaganda piece by uh one of their officials um talking about how oh we just uh uh want, once there's no uh foreign interference in the um uh in, in our country we'll be able to uh and, and once we can you know have peace talks or whatever, um, we can establish a nice Islamic state, which, which, uh, okay, let me uh, quote, Islamic system in which all Afghans have equal rights, where the rights of women that are granted by Islam, from the right to education to the right to work, are protected, and where merit is the basis for equal opportunity. Whoa, that sounds Um, racist. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Meritocracy, that's not good. Oy vey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so so there,
0: there have been about two years worth of negotiations and peace talks uh, uh, over between the Af- Afghani government, the Taliban, and the U.S. Um, over there in the Middle East, and uh, recently in the last couple of months, I believe they've pretty much completely ceased or been broken off and uh, whatever violence and attacks have, have resumed normally, and um, they just put things in context. And, and also, when I was, uh, I was talking to Aaron about this a few months ago, and reading up on this, when, when they say Islamic system, looking at the Middle East— there's kind of a dozen, if not more, different Islamic systems and practices of Islam uh, there. And I, I don't – how they frame this is very disingenuous, I think, um, it, et cetera, et cetera. They're they're trying to get no uh, – try to get Western and foreign interference out and talk about – and then the other big point, too, is they want uh <clears throat> Uh, after the U.S. withdraws its troops, it can play a constructive role in the post-war development and reconstruction Afghanistan. Um, the support of the international community will be crucial to stabilizing and developing Afghanistan. So they're saying, give us control of this country and also give us money and military support so that we can whatever.
2: I get what you're doing here. You're making a classic mistake. This, this road will take you 10 years to get out of. So I'm going to save you a shit ton of time are pointing out that the New York Times is being very hypocritical. Accurately. Yes. Yes, yes. Accurately they are being very hypocritical. They don't care at all that they're being <laughs> hypocritical. You can tell, you can point out every fucking day, point after point after point, that they're being hypocritical. They don't care. They don't care about logical arguments. They don't care that they're being hypocritical. It's a bunch of vapid, empty vessels that will say anything that they have to at any moment in order to get what they want. And that is what those people are with that mindset. And no matter how much you point out the hypocrisy, it'll never change anything. That's why you just got to go like, oh, they're lost. I need to get away from those people.
1: They're insane. the, The point in pointing out the hypocrisy is, so hopefully rational, reasonable people, other people acknowledge that hypocrisy and then and then yeah exactly and say these people are fucking retarded i'm never going to read another new york times fucking like article ever which is what everyone should be doing <laughs> i get what you mean but i mean we're at the point right now where
2: uh there are, people are advocating for like hospitals that only hire black doctors and nurses and only treat black people they're getting so woke that they're fighting for segregation. Yeah, like some of those
0: talking points. I, I, I've heard those talking points in uh like live streams downtown DC of the the protests and whatnot, where there are like, you know, people. Uh, well, one one clip I saw was yeah, sort of circle people and they're passing around a microphone. Each of them had their their bit to say. One lady, yeah, she said exactly that. Let's let's get our our uh, black doctors and black black lawyers and whatever, and go go make our own society. And it's
1: I, I say, wait, I'm in complete support of that just so I can laugh and watch, like, the, the average life expectancy of all black people to just, like, fucking collapse.
0: <laughs> the, like, what 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 was the example? What's God been...
1: damn, you just won the racist
2: comment of the year, you just can't Bob can't wait to see the life expectancy what? of black people clip. No, they honestly should get the fuck out and create their own society. They need to get the fuck out of those cities because they are, like... Grant slaves right now for fucking people trying to get free money to fucking you know for they they're trying to keep them as a slave class to get fucking handouts and have and never be able to excel out of that. So, like, dude, black people know that they know that they're still they're still stuck in the fucking slave you know slave class right now. They they should be going out and making their building their own fucking town. Get the fuck out of those cities as fast as possible.
0: I have no idea if this sentiment or, like, uh, more, I don't know, in, I'll say integration uh, forward sentiments are more common or not. I, I have had no idea, but uh, they're, neither is uncommon. Um, and what was it? I was, I was hearing an example recently. I think it was um, a while back. I want to say it was Tulsa or somewhere that there was a, effectively an example of this where there's a rich black community that had, like, a black-only hospital. But then there was an instance of uh, some, some racist, like, actually racist riot where they went and just burned it down. Repeat people, uh, the white people, or whoever did that, but th- there was an example of it being very uh, of like, say, a black only community being very successful.
2: That sounds what like you- a fucking psyop if I have ever heard one. Oh, for a successful black town and white people went and burned it down like that doesn't happen.
0: White people—that's
2: the problem.
0: Black people I've are heard right, this story like multiple times.
2: Well, that's thing. Black people are right. They are like an oppressed culture. But it's not, like, white people doing it. It's literally the government trying to keep them that way, and fucking all of the media that they consume, and it's, like, down to the fucking music. Like the, it's like a bunch of weirdo fucking Jewish dudes that want them to, like, are, are hiring guys to <laughs> sing about fucking doing crime and banging as many people as you can, because that'll make you cool. Like, it's not good. Like, they're actively being fucking subverted. They, so they're right about that, but the, the fucking thing that they're wrong about and being tricked about is that it's just like, oh, random white people fucking hate you. It's like, no, we don't give a shit. We don't care. We're not... not almost nobody's racist. Literally. Almost no one's racist. So just, get that fucking well, idea out of your not head. not
0: actively malicious.
2: Like, the, we'll make jokes, but we don't give a shit. We're, like, none of... No one's actively fucking racist. I Like, it's less than 1%. Literally. That are actually like, I hate this group. Like, nobody is that. So, like, they are being subverted. They should get the fuck out and build their own town. And those fucking stories about some fucking successful black town being burned down by some crazy white people, it sounds like fucking made up as shit. That sounds like a, that is a shitty sitcom that you see on USA. That is not a fucking real life
1: story. I mean, they wi- they widely already do that though. They they already go to the same communities, the same neighborhoods, and stuff like that. And they're not very doing controlled great. and subverted ones.
0: Oh, that was a century ago. That's um, 1921 Tulsa massacre. Uh, black w- neighborhood of Greenwood, then known as Black Wall Street. Um, something something.
1: That that's where the Tulsa race riots took place, right?
0: Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, again, I, I don't know a lot of context behind it or whether or not yeah. there's a, a situation where something may, may or may not have been contrived, but um, there's uh, th- this is the historical example pointed to of successful uh, black isolationist community or whatever.
2: I'll read up on the fucking Tulsa racer and get to the bottom of that one. I promise uh, you. Please please do. Please I, do. I, I guarantee what happened isn't that just some white people were really jealous and went and burned it down. And then the black people were like, Oh, we can't defend ourselves. Oh, no, we're helpless. Like, no, that's not how fucking life works. It's that, that's not what happened, guaranteed. That's the only thing I know that didn't happen.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the motivation or like why it was burned down or what exactly happened, but, um, yeah. But like, Bob,
2: what what I I was saying, like, their, their communities are doing like, they're, they're complete shit. You're right. But that's the fucking, they're in the, they're all in the fucking inner city. They're, in this weird system where they're uh be- they benefit from getting under the table work like selling drugs and doing uh, you know shady shit because they're all in the fucking government take and it's designed that way to keep them in that spot that's why Planned Parenthood is mostly killing oh, black God. kids like they are yeah. being subverted as a fucking culture but and actively by fucking horrific people but it's not white people White people don't give a shit. They don't even, they've never even met a white Republican. Like, they don't go out into the fucking country. They've never hired, uh, they've never voted in somebody that wasn't a Democrat. Like, they're being subverted, but it's not what they think.
0: Is this a moment, too, where we make this a Father's Day special?
1: (laughs) Oh,
2: God. (laughs) Well, for any of the black guys that are listening to this show, they don't know what Father's Day is. (laughs)
1: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> a very confusing
2: holiday for them. <laughs>
0: no, that's uh uh not not specific to black people, but um the the whole positive male role model stro- strong male role model of people's lives, um uh, especially after the the whole um, uh, local governments being so uh, uh, keen on impressing power on people during the the uh, protest or during the, the coronavirus stuff and people and their responses to it and the whole daddy issues comments uh i'm more and more on board with the whole having a strong male role model figure in your life
1: yeah oh yeah Yeah. i think everyone should be but you know
0: oh yeah that's like i guess more more important than i realized it was
1: When there's so many factors for black families to to be incentivized to not have like a nuclear family household though i think that's what aaron was referring to when we was talking about like the black culture and black communities being subverted and stuff like that like there's so many of these things but like the average white person just they don't think about those things they don't you know they 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 didn't used to be their culture they used to have
2: the lowest divorce rates in america
1: oh yeah they like, and they literally. used to have
2: the highest uh, two-parent
1: households in the country too yeah, are we gonna get us some Jesse Lee te-
0: Jesse Lee Peterson talking points now? Because I, I uh, oh, we don't have might be, to. Might be might be a little far for uh, even us.
2: I fucking love Jesse Lee Peterson. <laughs> he's hilarious. He might be the uh, funniest uh, troll on the internet. <laughs> I really think he's like.
0: I love his. It's so great
2: here. seeing a boomer too that's that good of a troll.
0: Okay, I. I so. I don't know how we got to that, but so so uh, stepping back a second, um, New York Times editorial standards uh, may be fe- may, may be featuring, as they call it, a double standard, and um, you just you know don't trust or patronize them, etc., etc., etc. I think we want to finish off with uh, something that Bob's bringing in.
1: Bob. All right. To to start this off, I have a clip from the lovely Amy on Democracy Now. Inactive duty. Air Force Sergeant, with ties to the far-right Boogaloo movement, has been arrested for
2: killing two law enforcement officials in California in recent weeks. Staff Sergeant Stephen Carrillo is accused of shooting dead a federal security officer in Oakland during the protests over the police killings of George Floyd in May. Later, Carrillo killed a deputy sergeant in the Santa Cruz County Sheriff's Office. Carrillo's lawyer says the Air Force Sergeant had served in Iraq, Afghanistan and Syria. FBI Special agent jack bennett spoke tuesday
1: so according right now oh no (laughs) we're in my very beautiful boog boys (laughs) t-shirt fuck off we're full (laughs) so uh according to democracy now uh the the boogaloo movement is a far-right extremist group So, I was confused about that because I follow, uh, I have a a, a fuck ton of boog memes on my phone. Like, I follow a lot of those uh, circles online. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, Some of the ATF shit that they make fun of is just absolutely funny. Um, So, I, I was confused about this far right thing, and I'm assuming they're just like. My initial thought was like, "Oh, it's like Second Amendment guys. That's that's why they're calling them far right." Which I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't say um, being supportive of the Second Amendment is uh, would determine if you're far right. I don't even know what the word far. I don't in the context of far right. Even far right doesn't mean anymore. anything anymore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't even know anymore. So I looked into it, and of course, if it's far right, it's probably a hate group. And so I went directly to the ADL and the SPLC, and I found some articles from them to enlighten myself about about this Boogaloo movement that I I find really hilarious, and apparently um, these people find terrifying. So the ADL here is it the, the is it anything more than a meme?
2: Are there it's, actually it's guys not, that are no,
1: it, considered the Boogaloo like Boys? A I joke. Don't think there are. It was just a joke that's like a play on the words for like uh you know this. It started off with like Civil War Two, Electric Boogaloo from uh, that that movie reference and stuff like that. So it's always sunny. It was the always it's always sunny movement,
2: wasn't it? Or wasn't that where it it came from? Electric Boogaloo?
0: No, that's from like from eighties movies.
1: Yeah. Oh, Uh, the nineteen eighty four breakdancing film, Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo. That's that's where it came from.
2: Okay, yeah. and then it's always sunny used that that was what they were referring to.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So for Civil War 2 now. Um and like a lot of sequels people joke or uh, I think I think it might have been multiple sequels actually referred to as Electric Boogaloo or subtitled Electric Boogaloo.
2: I think they re-popular, repopularized it though cuz I don't think I started seeing it until they had the Shardy
1: McDennis 2 Electric Boogaloo. I
0: I I'd seen it a bunch independently of that and I didn't realize that always huh. sunny had done that even.
1: It's been parried yeah. just by everyone it's Always Sunny definitely it, wasn't the first to, to start that, um, but anyway, ones, but yeah. so the title here is The Boogaloo, Extremist New Slang Term for a Coming Civil War. Uh, it's not often an old joke evolves into a catchphrase for mass violence, but that's just what happened in the past year when a variety of extremists and fringe movements and subcultures adopted the word boogaloo as shorthand for future future civil war. <laughs> So they they bring out where the boogaloo thing came from from the movie and everything like that. Uh they they actually refer to um uh, they they try to tie they, they actually admit they're like okay well this is like pro second amendment people and all show like militia groups and stuff like that but they tie it to white supremacists. Um oh my god. In, in in such, like, the weirdest way, because apparently, uh, like, it started with, what was it, um, people started getting real worried about, uh, it really started to come to prominence when Beto O'Rourke said that he was indeed going to come to your house and take your assault rifles and take your guns, and if uh, needing to use deadly force was, if necessary, like, it, it would totally be an option for him. And so that's when everyone started saying, it's like, that's how you start a Boogaloo.
0: I think, and, I think it dates back a little before that to uh, when red red flag laws started being popularized. I believe it was after Parkland that that you, that that's where it kicked year. it off, and then it kind yeah. of peaked
1: with like the Beto O'Rourke thing too. I think there was another yes. politician that that said that we were going to confiscate your stuff. Um, but they they're often re uh, oftenly referring to the Boogaloo movement as a willingness to engage in violence against the state. Uh, which like yeah, obviously. Like, if you're gonna come, like, take our guns. Like, if you're gonna come to remove our civil liberties, like, we are going to use the same li- same civil liberties that you're trying to take away from us to defend those civil liberties. Uh, that that's just kind of the way it works, right?
0: Brief interjection on a uh, uh, Second Amendment protests, uh, or Second Amendment-related protests in uh, in recent history. Let's go back to February here in Virginia, in Richmond. There was a big Second Amendment protest against red flag laws and uh, taking away our guns and some stupid stuff they are proposing that had weird wording to where they were able, able to, uh, able to uh, overimpose, etc. And uh, giant arms rally in Richmond, uh, capital of Virginia, went off without a hitch. No violence. Uh, perfectly fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Then, then we, we step forward to the coronavirus, and there uh, in Michigan and I think Iowa or some other places. there were some instances of armed protests uh, against the lockdown. No violence. perfectly fine. Now, uh, so I just want to step back see see the, the, the common willingness to violence, or, or just to see how, how they're portraying it versus a uh, recent history, uh, some of these Second Amendment sentiments and how, how they've actually manifested.
2: Yeah. I mean, so there I, are it's the fucking ADL. I mean, they they're tying it to white supremacists, which again, when you're when something is less than 1% of the population, uh it doesn't exist in my opinion. If it's I mean, less than 1%, it doesn't exist. It's not did, real. Do not At make the organization, no,
0: they're they're anti-defamatory. They wouldn't they wouldn't say something like that. <laughs>
2: Just white supremacy is the fucking stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my life. No, I don't even I'm prime. I'll say anything. But uh, like those I'm prime to Duke, come up to and, and try Dick to Mad- for I for mean... white supremacy. Dude, they should I I'm prime to be recruited for white supremacist groups. I've never been approached once. Yeah. Like true. I don't know one. Like there I don't know a single white supremacist, literally.
1: I've definitely it's a boogeyman. Yeah. It's I've, fucking fake. I've never met one online or never met one like especially in person. Like that's just completely absurd. Um, but it's just really funny because, well, hold on, they, they go in and they talk about uh, the kind of slang that they use. Uh, apparently, the Boog Boys, they commonly refer to uh, the Alphabet Boys or the Alphabet Gang, which is the ATF, CIA, <laughs> FBI. Typically, the people in the state that would be the ones coming to collect the, the guns. Uh, and then the, the, the ties to white nationalism. Apparently, there were uh, people made a meme or like a T-shirt with the um, the California uh, synagogue shooter of 2019 in California, and uh, they had a picture of that that shooter on the t-shirt, and it said "Boogaloo" under it. <laughs> and uh, to the white nationalists, instead of a, uh, a civil war or a, um, an insurrection of the state, they perceive it as a race war um, for the race. No, they don't. And, Do- <laughs> wait, that's never been a thing. Wait, 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 wait a second.
0: That's that's never been a boogaloo topic. Race, race Ex- is never exactly into this. Yeah, <laughs> like the current riots are race race related, but yeah, the boogaloo but the
1: the white nationalists uh, they resort to, what was it? they go on saying that the they want the violent collapse of modern society for the new white dominant world. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was a pretty interesting. This article by the ADL was written. Um, Pretty long ago. It was November of 2019, so uh, quite a bit. And everything's kind of changed recently with uh, with the George Floyd protests. So there's another article, very new, June 5th, 2020, from the SPLC. And it's titled "The Boogaloo Started as a Racist Meme." and it goes on and goes at the protests that have broken out across the country after George Floyd's death at the hands of Minneapolis police officers so-called boogaloo boys have been conspic- uh, have been a conspicuous presence members of the overwhelmingly white online subculture have shown up to protest heavily armed and clad in Hawaiian shirts <laughs> A reference to the Big Luau, an adaptation of the word Boogaloo, which I really like, by the way. <laughs>
0: Wait, what's the? Oh, oh, like Boogaloo sounds like Big Luau. Is that supposed to be? No, the...
1: no, no, no. Uh, it's just a reference because um, uh, just the the common aesthetic for the Boog Boys apparently is like the Hawaiian shirts and stuff like that. Huh. Have you ever seen that or anything? I, I heard
0: about the the recent story in uh, California, but I haven't uh, otherwise. Um... I wasn't aware. Was it? Okay. What was the case you had said on the, the west coast? West coast.
1: Uh, the the synagogue shooting of 2019. No, in, uh, in California. The other
0: one. The the recent one.
1: The George Floyd protests.
0: No, whatever, whatever. But in that, I'd heard about the um, it, whatever that, the most recent case was. I'd heard about the Hawaiian shirts, but uh, otherwise, I would never associated that or never heard of that.
1: Well, that we have a, a a mutual friend who showed up with a, a tactical Hawaiian shirt, you know. So that's been a thing for like over a year now, oh, the ha- shoot, having okay. the Hawaiian aesthetic and and stuff like that. Uh, uh they go on uh, they they congrats to the SPLC, they give it for like it, it's it's core roots and like where it came from. It's mostly a libertarian and anarcho-capitalist movement. Uh, which which okay, is why better. I found it. Which is why I really enjoy it uh, as a libertarian myself. Uh, so they go on the the outbreak of uh, of protests uh, kick off uh, a widespread upheaval against the United States perceived as a tyrannical state. So it, it's kind of funny because they always allude to. So if it's like a a, a right far right wing group like the boogaloo boys and they're protesting the tyrannical state that that's completely illogical that's a conspiracy theory there is no tyranny in the state but then they switch over to antifa and they're fighting fascism and that's totally yeah we live in a fascist state at this point right
0: no <laughs> definition or like a wikipedia page in fascism make sure uh, it doesn't include the word tyranny
1: I mean, they're they're not wildly <laughs> opposite things, right? <laughs> I know that's the point. I'm trying to say that they're almost identical. Yeah, <laughs> not almost identical. They're, they're
0: they're they're not almost identical, but like they're they're very uh, there's a lot of overlap, a lot of uh, technically
2: libertarians are ultra liberal, technically. Uh, yeah, like it's I know
1: not by today's standards. Classical of terms, liberal, but yes, a classical liberal.
0: There's been some transition of uh, I guess right left ar- alignment between. Non Republican, non Democrat, um, I'll say parties, in that libertarian now uh, is But it's more truly anti right- uh, it. authoritarianism.
2: Like it's, Which is now a right libertarian libertarian more is.
0: right principle.
2: Not, not really. No. Okay, sorry. It's, not, it's, now it's a more
0: Republican principle. How about that?
2: that are, would you... No, it's literally just here yeah, are rights, defend them. I, yeah, yes, yeah. I guess if yeah, you're closer but, like, to being a Republican than a Democrat, but that, that's what but I you're mean, not
0: that, nowadays. Cons-
2: you're not technically conservative. You're technically extremely liberal.
0: Yeah. Technically. You have, like, the word liberate in the name of the, the uh, ideology or party.
2: Okay. Just this whole tie into white supremacy is so fucking stupid. There's nothing to white supremacists about it.
1: It's funny because they go on... They're they're talking about how the Boog Boys, they're opposed to a perceived tyrannical state. And then they go on to mention, and it's like, well... Uh, Few of these of these Boogaloo boys are ever interested in joining with BLM or Antifa, uh, (laughs) who have apparently legitimate causes of a tyrannical state and are uh, protesting and, you know, in in some some parts creating riots and stuff like that. Uh, They go back and they associate this movement back to the early 2000s with uh, white power out uh, uh, online spaces saying they regularly uh, regularly deployed by white nationalists and neo-nazis who want to see society descend into chaos so they can come to power and build a new fascist state so the people That's that are their argument so people that are are not
2: fucking joining blm and fucking antifa because they're sh- they're fucking authoritarian as shit they have a laundry list of rules oh my god longer in my fucking arm but it's yeah, <laughs> I understand what you're that saying. That has nothing but, to do with why with racism. But, they just they fucking hate authoritarianism, which uh, Antifa and BLM fucking
1: loves. But it's just funny because uh, like they they just went into it again. They're they're sitting there saying uh, this perceived tyrannical state that obviously doesn't exist. But then when they go over to Antifa, like why won't you support Antifa then? Because they're trying to and then to accuse them of setting up their own fascist state in response, like, if they ever get get the chance to set up their, their own new world order, according to the Boog call, Boys. like it, a Chaz it's, a couf. Yeah, it's just not, it, it's not logically consistent. And they go in and they list, like, all of um the people that they, the Boog Boys, hail as martyrs, which they, they don't, they just use as argument points. But they're hailing, like, Vicky Weaver of Ruby Ridge and shit like that. I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you that's... know Ruby Ridge where an FBI sniper Luffy shot Shmire. a mother holding a child in her arms and killed her? Yeah. Uh, yeah, all that stuff. Uh, so it, it's just really funny. Yeah, they refer to all their martyrs as they're all white people. Uh, they won't tie with blacks uh, murdered by police. Uh, rampant expansion of milita- uh, military uh Militarization of the police uh, has bolstered them. Uh, the the anti-government conspiracies about approaching gun confiscation and government tyranny, like they're not like the SPLC is just like completely like throwing under the bridge, like what these people actually stand for. As like, oh no, they can they can never be totally serious about like what they believe in. But it's like a the the police has been militarized. Uh, which is a good argument against the state, uh, and also uh, conspiracy theories about approaching gun confiscations when you literally have a democratic um, presidential nominee literally saying that he would come with the military to t- come take your firearms and stuff like that. Like those aren't conspiracy theories. Like that was on like a fucking corporate media. Like,
0: the- Bob, it's it's not just the, it's not just the rhetoric. It's that. That has actually happened. There have people, been people who have died because of red flag laws. Um, I uh, talked to Jake and James about it in the first two episodes of Deep V's uh, for Vendetta, the interview stuff about the Boogaloo. And we um, we were talking about how there are uh, instances within the last year where, um, because of red flag laws, so effectively th- uh, people being sold out for thought crime that uh, and cops coming to confiscate their guns, that because of uh, not complete compliance or whatever uh, some, some altercation that happened, that people have died. So it's not just people going on TV saying we're going to steal our guns. It's people going to steal guns and killing people in the process.
1: Well, that sounds like a conspiracy theory, according to the SPLC, though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I believe, I believe uh, so, so I,
0: I too have struggled with, uh, well, how do you phrase it, logical inconsistencies. Yeah, uh, there you but, go. <laughs> but I I, I talked to my doctor about Progressor, and I can say that this has helped me
1: quite a bit uh, with uh,
0: coming to terms
1: with some of these strange uh, yeah, you know, th- new a findings. Has re- it re-swollen your amygdala so you can accept these things again?
0: <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, yeah. progressor is an amygdala, amygdala, a twice daily amygdala in- implement uh, which will help you with whatever. <laughs> etc., cetera, et cetera.
1: <laughs>
0: so, I mean, it's
2: just, it's just what I was saying before. They don't care how hypocritical they are. They know how hypocritical the article is. Even pointing it out, like they just, they don't give a shit.
1: The, one of the funniest parts, because they go on, they're, they're talking about all their martyrs being white, all the people that they use as arguments against the state or white people and stuff like that. And then they go on to say, well, they did reach out and they are here for the George Floyd protests in support of those. But they go on and say uh, their efforts to join the ongoing George Floyd protests are nothing more than political opportunism. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, wow, we just watched a a member of the state kill a person for literally no reason other than like he was being a complete fucking psychopath. Uh, And they want to join. They want to be supportive of this movement for no other reason than political opportunism. I guess. How about you mention the political opportunism that every single fucking corporate sponsor or just company in America going out and supporting uh, BLM, supporting all these protests and stuff like that. It's all political opportunism at this point. Like, that's all it is. And, And to pretend that these people don't actually stand up for those things of government tyranny being a bad thing and it being completely rampant everywhere across the United States, like... Oh my god these people are just so Well out that would of touch. ruin
2: your narrative of a white supremacist group right on their right. <laughs> so they have to at least they're not completely without you know logical consistency. They yeah. they know that they have to push that so
1: they go on, they they bring up, there's over a hundred Facebook groups whose memes uh, fantasize uh, about violence oh, against no. the police. Facebook groups. <laughs> Not fantasizing violence against the police, oh my god. You're
0: right, Mark Zuckerberg needs to shut down these groups and continue to take Trump's posts and ads down uh, because Facebook is uh, very quickly uh, becoming a, a safe haven for these radicalists and it must be stopped.
1: Uh, which is funny because they brought in one of the memes and uh, was it says day twelve at the Boogaloo, me and the boys kicking an ATF agent's doors down and shooting their dogs, which <laughs> 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 is actually really funny.
0: <laughs> so, so the SPLC people just don't have a sense of humor. So is that is that the
1: exactly the to white supremacy
2: obviously?
1: Yeah, they obviously don't. Um. And, and but they do concede. They go at times. Some of the the Boogaloo boys actively exp- uh, express solidarity with the Black Freedom Movement. Many uh, within the movement actively disavow white supremacists. Um, but most sidestep discussion of race or uh, political labels, like "Oh my God," avoiding political labels and race topics. They like, don't
2: care about race or political labels. That's why exactly
1: they the, want the conversation not to go that the way. The movement is is stupid. about one thing, and that's about government tyranny and, and the and the restrictions on the second amendment that shouldn't be there per the constitution. Like that's literally what it's about. And the fact that you're like, okay, well what about this? Can you turn your movement from this into this? And the fact that they won't means that there's some ties to, to white supremacy or white power or something like that. It's just so beyond reasonable. Okay. When asked if a Facebook group was Nazis, libertarian, or confused communists, uh, someone responded, "I just want freedom and will kill for it, like most of these men." <laughs> I mean, that's, Wait, that sounds that... pretty reasonable, right? Yeah. And w- wouldn't that uh, underlying, like, wouldn't that show underlying support for like the, the Black Freedom Movement too? Whatever that is, I've never heard of that before. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that is, but it's
0: freedom. Freedom. Yep. That's the yes. underlying statement there.
1: Yes, <laughs>
0: I didn't say white freedom. It said freedom.
1: <laughs> I they just can't believe that people want to ignore identity politics, the thing that is in, entirely and wholly dividing this country right now, in in terms of politics and everything like that. Uh,
0: yeah, that's the problem but, with Comics Gate too. Is like the point was to make non political comics, and people, got... the the reaction was just crazy. That these are magically racist white supremacist people
1: yeah yeah oh yeah well I, I never followed the conflict gate movement um that that much i i know ethan shriver whatever ethan the guy's uh, name
0: Van yeah yeah yeah
1: but i don't know i i can't stand the guy personally i just think he's a total That's fucking tool bag yeah <laughs> <I can't laughs> it, it was never voice. like a unified
0: it's never a unified movement, really, but one of the big principles it was based on was, uh, let's make non-political com- comics, or, like, take politics out of comic books and just oh, yeah, make dude! Like quality for whatever, makes make all, stuff that's fun.
1: All the sci-fi stuff that I read and I'm, I'm into, like, is completely non-political. I mean, they have, like, a political tone to it, as, like, everything can have, or, like, you can't really get away from that, you know? But it's, like, it's not about that. It's mostly about, like, other things, and that's what's so nice about it. Anyway... SPLC goes in, uh, they condemn them for using um, derogatory terms such as joggers. <laughs> oh, that's great. In reference to um, the, the black kid that was killed by a private citizen uh, for trespassing on a construction site. You know his yeah, name? Ahmad Arbery. Yeah. Uh, armed robberies, is what uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Excuse you, Ahmad Arbery. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know. I mean,
1: I didn't follow that too closely either. Uh. well, that's
2: the thing is they don't the a lot of actually this one a lot of people do confuse. They they really do confuse not caring about political correctness in regards to race or gender or uh sexual uh preference as hating those things. Yeah. And like my girlfriend was like she thought that it, like, anybody that was had jokes like me were, like, you know, these horrible racists. And I was, like, no. I'm literally the Nazis they're talking about in the fucking, like, you're dating one of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, teacher. they're like, just because we don't constantly uh, suppress our speech or, or care if people are offended about things
1: doesn't mean we hate those people. There's a
2: vast difference in that.
1: Yes, um, Insensitivity is often equated to bigotry in in the in politics right now, right? Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, that's yes. probably a good way to put it. Yeah, I mean, which which yeah, isn't. sensitivity I think
2: is kind of kind of how they trick people into a lot of this shit. Oh yeah. Um, and not caring about that is not the same as like hating black people or hating gays or it's fucking stupid.
1: Yeah. Anyway, they go on. Uh, they they mention the origins of it, uh, and I, I think to give them to give them credit, they actually found the original source of the meme, which came from uh, the four chan K board in 2012. Uh, yeah, that would probably make sense. It probably makes sense, but then uh, they associate it with uh, what was it racism because the second K- the K board started t- talking about it and made that meme, uh, the politically incorrect board picked it up and started using it in other terms as well or in other context as well so i think that that's kind of like where it kkk board no just the k board the commando board fine which is actually pretty awesome um so is pull i mean it's funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's where they're trying to tie it to and they follow it up here and they say uh few express solidarity with black lives matter protesters instead White men in the Boogaloo forums seem intent on building their own distinct political movement. And it's like, yeah, that's uh, okay. exactly the point. That That is completely reasonable to do. You have one political point you're trying to make, and that group should be trying to make it. it it's kind of funny because uh, they follow that up with, in other words, the Boogaloo remains a right-wing fantasy. <laughs>
0: So we have this unique political movement uh, with some, some libertarian principles, uh, so yeah. a lot of um, racially charged accusations, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Uh, and of course clearly a lot of uh, uh, misunderstood irony on uh, all ADL and SPLC sides. Um, and any, any final statements with regards to the Boogaloo Boys and the Boogaloo movement uh, and you know, what, what to expect out of that in the next uh, you know, couple, next in the future?
2: What's, what's ridiculous about it is like it's not even a move like it's not a group like yeah, that to join anywhere it's like it's it just like, a meme
1: yeah it, it's just like a talking point to be like oh yeah like let's you know make fun of like ATF agents for like you know Burning women and children at Waco because they thought they had some illegal firearms over there. And it's like, those are yeah, so the like, jokes. Are you a
2: Boogaloo boy? You're like, what the fuck are you
1: talking about? It's not a real group. You realize that, right? It's not real people. No one's a Boogaloo boy. There, there's no newsletter. Like, there's no sign up sheet. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not getting phone yeah, calls.
0: That's the, that's the business opportunity. I'll start my uh, Boogaloo newsletter. <laughs> it would be <laughs> like the Boogaloo bugle. Boogaloo
1: bugle. There we go.
2: <laughs> it would be literally like. We at the ADL, uh, we denounce the country of Kekistan. Like, guys, it's not a real <laughs> fucking country. Like, you know, that, that, what are the, you talking about? It's a fucking. Talking about it meme. As
0: a 4chan meme. At Facebook group meme. Yeah. That's literally all of these. Okay. Uh, and my my side plug is if you want to learn about more about the Boogaloo and red flag laws, go over to uh, StuffBop.com slash deep hyphen VS to uh, listen to the first two episodes of uh, myself interviewing James and Jake about Boogaloo and uh, gun laws. Um, any final conclusions for this episode and the topics we talked about tonight?
1: Uh, don't buy into uh, identity politics and fight government tyranny at all costs.
0: Uh, continue to cut processed vegetable and oils out of your diet and <laughs> exercise uh, regularly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and there's only—we all know there's only 33 intelligent alien civilizations <laughs> out there not
1: don't listen to this 36 nonsense i, I think thank you nine oh, yes maybe 11 at
2: most <laughs> yeah nine nine to <laughs> somewhere between nine and 11 yeah
0: <laughs> you two and your reasonable estimations hmm, oh, hmm.
1: <laughs> well i went from zero to 36 all of a sudden i'm just gonna say Let's go somewhere moderate in the yeah, middle. Yeah, now. it
2: really did go from it jumped to thirty six from zero. That's quite a leap. <laughs> Is this
1: like
0: a, a haggling, a haggling with statistics, where it's like, uh, okay, I'll, I'll give you zero, no, thirty six, or uh, or or you leave it, uh, nine, eleven, we'll settle on eleven. There we go. It's haggling with statistics. Dude, they didn't
2: even have thirty six in Star Trek. That was that was like a whole Federation that could actually travel the shit.
1: Uh, they had quite a few intelligent. Uh, species in Star Trek. Actually, I'm not. I'm not a, uh, I'm so not a huge the Federation. Well, I don't know. I don't know which like TV series you want to go off of. Like it, it's off the data, I but they kidding. they did have.
2: I was being facetious. Yeah. We really don't have to dive into yes, how many, yeah, let's, let's many that for races there in Star there. Trek.
0: Yeah. Thank you, everyone for listening. This has been okay. Hear me out, episode twelve. Good night.
2: Good night. Take care, guys.